Since your dreams have gotten rusty, that's all she wrote. Polish them all you want, but that ship has sailed. Just trade those crappy old dreams in for a set of new ones. Point is, you gotta find your own purpose in life, baby. Oh, come on, are you even listening? I'm trying to drop some knowledge here, QT. Well, anyway, we gotta go. Hello and welcome back to our final Toonami Retrospective. I wanted to be nice and complete, so we're going all the way up to the, well, basically where we are in 2015 now. But we're starting at the beginning of 2014, which was a big year for Toonami. Joining me today, we have Arthur Mesa. How's it going, guys? Caboose Jr. Hey, hey, how's it going? And our resident data monkey, Colt Burr. Yo! As we began in January, we had the world premiere of Space Dandy join the block, expanding Toonami to 11.30 to 6 a.m., a whole six and a half hours. And everybody shit themselves, thinking we would continue to push forward. <laughs> Although I still will admit Dandy was an odd choice to put up front. I think it was the right choice to put up front. In the end game, yes. I, I still, to this day... When they've made that first announcement, was like, why are you putting that type of a show up front? I mean, wouldn't it be better to put Bleach up front and keep the obvious rating yeah. turner? Perhaps. But then again, then again, Dandy surprised me. I'll admit I that. I mean, at the same time, yeah, I mean, we're seeing right now that if you put something like Dragon Ball Z in the first slot, you you do well for it's the show D after it. It's DBC. <laughs> that will always get ratings. Without, without a doubt. That's, of course. That's why, they, that's why it's good they have it. Speaking of long-running shonen, that very same night, Naruto Shippuden replaced uh, original Naruto, slotting exactly where Naruto used to be. And at the beginning of the year, the lineup was world premiere episodes of Space Dandy, Bleach, starting its final 40, uh, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Soul Eater, Sword Art Online, which was finishing up, and those were the premieres. And on the rerun side, we had FLCL on its second run. Well, its second run for Toonami. It's a bajillionth run for Adult Swim. <laughs> Uncut Naruto slotted in at 3 a.m. Going back to episode one, which was met with some resistance. <laughs> hey, they had the freebie rerun. Exactly. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was still at 3.30. Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex at 4. IGPX after that. Star Wars The Clone Wars moved from its 3 a.m. slot down to 5 a.m. to bring it closer to Cartoon Network, allegedly. And Inuyasha was the last show on the block still, but it no longer had its hour. And boy, did that screw that show over a little, a lot. Yeah, they were yeah. really quite close to finishing if they had... They wouldn't have finished if they if they kept up the hour block, but they would have got real close. And they may yeah. have been able to be like, oh, we only got blank so many episodes left, Viz. Can we just keep playing it and work that out? But, well. They should have just marathoned it all at the very end. Do what mm -hmm. they did with them. You know, that wouldn't have been a bad idea. I think an Inuyasha marathon, let's say oh, no. the first... Well, not the first week of January, but an Inuyasha marathon 
let's say once you'd have gotten toward the very end, just just before. just just burnt out the series on the hour, and then like either took out IGPX or Clone Wars, kept the RV and Yasha, and then once you got to like those last couple episodes, do what they did later on with the War of the Bat, where you just like did the whole yeah. Yeah. Like like the whole like latter half of that block and just burned all out the rest of the series. As I recall, right. Adult Swim Action did that with Death Note when they were about to go uh, lose their contract for that. So it's it's not unprecedented. So it's kind of a shame no. that they didn't do that unless, perchance, they actually had to pay for each airing of Inuyasha. That would be a different situation, I suppose. But if they had unlimited use of it, which I think they may have, then that would have been a good way to... But, uh, what are you gonna do? It's not like it didn't finish on Adult Swim. So, along with this lineup, uh, Toonami had recently parted ways with Cowboy Bebop in 2013, but they, they gave it a nice send-off marathon after Trigun the week before. Trigun Badlands Rumble. Right. As part of the month of movies. Mm-hmm. In February, FLCL departed, and Samurai Jack joined at 4 a.m. People were rather unenthused at how late it was airing. Well, it was Jack of all things. I was hoping for a 3 a.m. at the very least. It's like, yeah, dude, it, I was, it, I was it, hoping it, for 3 a.m. It, it's Jack. I mean, everybody wanted it. You could have at least put it at 3 a.m., pushing Full Metal and Ghost in the Shell down by a half hour. And yeah. then they make the announcement, and I'm just like, why would you do that? I would have stayed up later to watch it. <laughs> God. Yeah. Instead, uh, Ghost in the Shell moved up to 3 a.m. And uh, Uncut Naruto moved up to 2.30. Later that month, Sword Art Online departed. And <laughs> admittedly, there was much rejoicing. <laughs> uh, people overreact to that show so much. I agree. I agree. It's like, I, I can yeah. understand some points behind what happened. But um, it, it's... Those scenes that people were pitching about. Yeah, well, it was an overall entertaining show. It had flaws, but it was oh, yeah. an overall entertaining show. Oh, and yeah. people people just have such vitriol for the silliest things. Like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. It's not that big of a deal. Get over and it. And after, yeah. yep, and then in replacement, we got Blue Exorcist, which that was interesting if a bit tropic and cliche that that show i feel especially it how was, tsunami promoted it it seemed like it was going to be pretty good but it was just generic high school yeah. shonen fluff yeah and uh it was still good it was, it was a was kid just, show about yeah. kicking satan's ass yeah <laughs> yeah but it did pretty i'm trying to remember how what the rating yeah it, it did pretty well it, it did pretty well it probably would have done better if it was directly after naruto yeah, but One Piece back then was still doing pretty good because we were still, gosh, yeah. I think I think we were still mid- midway through Annie's lobby, weren't we? Uh, we were. No, we were in the middle of water, water, water seven. seven. Water seven. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we were in the meat of water seven at that point. But overall, I mean, Blue Exorcist started off really interesting. It's just the later episodes. Once you got yeah. to like the actual like final fight, you, you were just kind of like, really, eh, really. Eh. Yeah. I mean, Soul yeah. Leader still takes the cake for the worst possible way you could have ended that series though blue edges is pretty close <laughs> speaking of that soul leader ended in march and uh, inuyasha was hastily removed unfortunately uh, and uh, yeah, let's was, let's face it the so back end was never the same again <laughs> yep rights lost that was Wait. so great just out of nowhere uh guys 
We uh, we don't we, got we, Inuyasha anymore. <laughs> and this started the wonderful trend of the last one. Well, technically, it kind of started with Thundercats, but this was really more the big restart of the last-minute removals. Yeah, there were a lot in 2014. So as, yeah. as many good and exciting things that happened, there were a lot of ugh, moments. Random Bad things. Bit, yeah. More <laughs> random what the hell moments, and that'll come later on about midway through. On the bright side, Symbionic Titan came back for 5.30 a.m. And uh, Black Lagoon joined at 2 a.m., which I, I feel is a, a wonderful Finally. choice. Oh, I never saw that before. That's one of my favorites still to date. Thank that you, was... Jason and Gil. God, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank I... you for taking a chance on Black Lagoon. Sad the ratings didn't really help it later on uh, it did God. you know it did I think good it was for a couple of weeks spot. well but, let's let's it, yeah. it, 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 it it was 9:41 for episode one and then this is all 100,000 so it was 941 878 uh, 752 am I reading that right but it was pulling up about uh, 355,000 in adult ratings which is pretty darn good do you yeah. think it would have done a lot better if it was moved up? Well, certainly. Yeah. I mean, that's a no-brainer, yeah. but the deck was stacked. Played... Yeah, that, yeah. That was kind of stacked. I do wonder how... It, it only briefly got to air with uh, with Gurren Lagann by it, but I do wonder how that may have panned out differently if those two started uh, at the same time instead of Blue yeah. Exorcist with Black Lagoon. Right. But... Might have worked out better. Might have not. Hard to say. And also, at the end of March, the first season of Space Dandy concluded, and they went into reruns at the 11.30 slot, which, as we all know, is never a good idea. No, you don't start off with reruns. You'll find out at the end of the segment later on <laughs> when we talk about another show. Unless it's, you know, DBZ. DBZ. Or Bleach. So in April, Toonami got a new look, which uh, it still has to this day. Yay! Tom 5. <laughs> well, they, they got Tom 5 the year before, but they got the... Oh, that was the new bumper, wasn't it? Yeah, the current the bumpers, bump. which I Get feel out. are still really generic. They are. They're, they're too clean. They don't fit the block as well as, you know, the previous suite did. Yeah, I, I like maybe a sweet better. It was more techy. It was. This you don't you don't re- this this look doesn't really scream tsunami to me. No, it screams I, Comedy Central to me. <laughs> it does look like Comedy <laughs> Central, doesn't it? It's the same title. And tonight on an all new Space Dandy. <laughs> it's really more of an NBC it. promo, but yeah, I honestly never judged it by the bumps. I judged it by the shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's all about presentation. Yeah. For me. Yeah, where, yeah but where the presentation does same here. look good is uh, yeah. on the uh, when they show clips and then they have, like, the name uh-huh. of the show and the time for lineup promos and stuff. That that usually looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Junior's Pizza's done. <laughs> and there's the comedic timing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> But before I go, I want to 
mention that uh, that was whenever they started using Ninja Tomb music. Oh, that, that's that's right. They did uh, they did start Ninja Tomb. Oh, that's right. Music the, then. the Ninja Tomb label. Mm-hmm. They got the Ninja yeah. Tomb label back, and there Yay! was much rejoicing. I'm on Tobin, Two Fingers, uh, just so many other artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, after all of that, we uh, shifted. Yeah, so uh, Tsunami promoted The Amazing Spider-Man 2 for Sony in April. So there was that. Uh, uh, I don't think we really watched. touched on the, the previous times that uh, Tsunami promoted uh, movies. They promoted Pacific Rim, which was brilliant. Uh, they promoted... Uh, Oblivion. Uh, yeah, Oblivion. Tom Cruise's Oblivion, which was actually the most interactive of those promotions, yeah, at least on a Tom Tom yeah. part. But, of yeah. course, we got an actual interview for, for Pacific Rim. And uh, Spider-Man is kind of what they did for Chappie recently, where they showed off clips of the movie as just... Exclusive clips in the movie is a sweet preview of Blood of Blah movie, which didn't I think we'll see prom- more of that kind of thing. More than likely. Didn't they also promote Wreck-It Ralph too? Uh, they did, but that was more centered around a game review. So yeah, they they promoted Spider-Man. They still do that kind of thing, and thanks for the money, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll take any type of money. Hell, later on it got pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, pretty much yearly around November, they get some kind of uh, promotion spot with Xbox, be it yeah, a Halo that. game or the uh, console itself. I love uh-huh. that Microsoft money. Love that Microsoft money. Absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Gets ourselves a game room, among other things. Twice. And we came to May. And uh, at some point in April, about, I want to say, three weeks before it actually aired, they announced... The show everybody had been clamoring for, Attack on far, Titan. Apart from all the other shows they've been clamoring for, this was the group really? that was the most vocal about it. Yeah. Well, it, it was pretty much it, DBZ and Attack on Titan. Yeah, pretty much. And DBZ was still out there, so yeah, this this take what we can get. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, they launched Attack on Titan. It took up the 11:30 slot, moved the Space Dandy uh, reruns down to between Bleach and Naruto Shippuden, which was not the best place to put those. They should have put it at 2.30. I I wouldn't go necessarily that far, but maybe right after One Piece? Or between Shippuden and One Piece? Yeah. It just just doesn't make sense to put Space Dandy in the middle of two long-running shonen. You could argue that the change of tone of the change in tone would get people interested because you go from the obvious Shohen Bleach into more of the co- into the comedic dandy, or depending on what the episode was, yeah. and then you jump back into Shippuden. So there is that nice up down shift. Eh. Eh. Well, still a weird choice. At any rate, Bleach and Naruto were pairing really, really well, and sticking dandy between them did not pan out well. <sighs> Depends what you define as didn't pan out well. I mean, at worst, you were talking. Once you get into May, the, the the second week in May, when you were the Batman came on the block after Black Lagoon, eh, the ratings weren't necessarily that bad. Usually, mm-hmm. at worst, there's only maybe a couple hundred k total. Mm. But yeah, we finally got uh, Beware the Batman. I I enjoyed Beware the Batman. I also enjoyed Beware the Batman. I, that show was awesome. 
that was one of those ones where they did a really good job with how they took the whole plot line because you would not have seen that in, in a traditional Batman. I mean, all those side villains were just, yeah, you uh-huh. no one would have known about them unless you were really deep in the comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that was when, and that was when we started getting, gosh, it was up to 3 a.m. in 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 premieres at that point. So we were really oh. pushing the, yeah, the how later you're gonna stay up, Gambit. Though Dandy was in reruns briefly at that point, so they didn't quite have seven premieres, but they, they were just about there. <laughs> and then we also had, uh, yeah, Coolidge uh, Revenge on May 24th. First yep. DC movie we've had in ever. They announced shortly before that they would play Cooler's Revenge on Memorial Day, and that was all leading up to their announcement at Momocon that they would be bringing back both Cowboy Bebop and Dragon Ball Z in the form of DBZ Kai. And they announced The Intruder 2 that weekend. That's right. They teased it. Yes. Have been teasing it through multiple menus, including questions. Yes. We'll get it at some point. Oh yeah, that's right. Because once we got to Cooler's Revenge, that was that was when uh, Son of the Bronx, Douglas started getting the actual A A eighteen three forty nines. Thank you, Douglas. Yes. <laughs> then, and in June, the only real development is Black Lagoon switched over to the second barrage half of the series. Yay. And swapped with Batman in July at that point. Yeah, later in July, which, it's it swapped with uh, with Batman. Batman because we were getting into the never before aired episodes and I still didn't necessarily like that move but the interesting was... thing is whichever show was at 3 a.m. often enough beat the 2.30 show which is always what surprised me about the whole 2.30 slot in general because it, it was like I'm surprised that 2.30 became like that and I'm still curious as to what was causing that whole issue with Black Lagoon in the first place because Black Lagoon just kind of slowly got I don't know. Maybe people really liked it at first, but then felt like it was a little too talky. Which always annoys the stuffing out of me, because like, well, you want it dark. Dark's going to have more dialogue. Don't you want play. a story, don't you? <laughs> oh, no, no. They don't want story. They want basically what Attack on Titan was, which is dark in a more of a fighter sense, but not so much in the talker sense. Although Attack on Titan still managed to be too talky in that without even doing anything. Yeah, yeah there are literally episodes of Attack on Titan where they're standing around talking. And yet that show did gang <laughs> I think maybe age was also a factor with Black Lagoon. It's been on the market for a while. I, I, I don't think it was that. I think it was more what they want. Cause wasn't this around the same time the whole, like, manipulate the manual was going on? No, that was a ways No. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't remember when that started, but, but it was like, what kind of shows do, do, do you people want? We want dark. Well, here's dark. I don't yeah. want to watch this. Well, then then got... why are you asking for it? Yeah. <laughs> they got dark. They went, you know, they went and got Hellsing Attack... Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, uh, Attack on Titan was one of the only shows that was that I could have defined dark, but still fit the whole broad appeal action arc. Because yep. the later you went down the, the block with the more story oriented it got until you hit the rerun block. But even then, it just I, I still loved black lagoon but a few shows i would actually outright buy the dvd for next to helsing and everyone should yes well the blue so ren 
either either way, you're still supporting the industry. Just buy something you can use. So at the that, beginning of July, we we kicked off Fourth of July weekend with uh, a mini marathon of Space Dandy, leading up to the premiere of season two at twelve thirty, staying at twelve thirty. And uh, Symbionic Titan departed, sadly, never to be aired again, because not long after, they'll lose it. And Cowboy uh, Bebop returned with uh, the same old tapes at 4.30. Because yeah. they can't get enough of it. They have to snort it like crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, still, I, I, I still don't get why they couldn't have waited until they got the HD tapes. It was like... They I, really I, I, should have. To be to be completely honest, they really should have. And I'm I'm gonna yeah. go even further than that. I hate to say it, but I think they shouldn't have bothered with getting Cowboy Bebop back yet. Well, <gasps> with, it didn't really it? do gangbusters when it returned. <laughs> well, episode one was three hundred sixty-two thousand at four thirty total. Uh, eighteen forty-nine was about one, two, three, four, two oh three. 1849. <laughs> <laughs> but keep yeah. in mind that's 4:30 in the morning, and we're going into Cartoon Network prop, so most people I think are it under would asleep. do better. I think it would do better if it was at the 2:30 spot whenever they put it there. Eh. Well, yeah, if, if it's really earlier, it probably, probably would yeah. do better. I'm curious how it might do at 3 a.m. right now, but I digress. I would still stay away for HD tapes. Just don't air it anymore. Just wait till you get the HD tapes. They should have just waited. They really yeah. should have. Bebop had not been gone even a whole year at that point. So they really should have waited. But what you going to do? They love them some Bebop. They love them some Watanabe. Yeah. And about midway through August, uh, yeah, Guren Lagan finally joined the block of two. Yes, and uh, that was the that other was show that long, would... long overdue. Yep, because that was the other show people really wouldn't stop yelling about after we got Titan. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think it ever showed up on the top five requested or anything. Yeah, but it would—it was still one of those ones that people wanted to have on Tsunami. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, it wasn't the loudest, but it was one of those ones yeah. where it's like, no, this just this show fits Tsunami. It needs to be on yep. Tsunami. It had a very small but very loud voice. Well, uh, you also have to consider they were people were thinking about what Anaplex could even bring to the table. So right. at True. the at that very moment, people were most clamoring for Kill a Kill. Of course. Yeah, that was before that showed up. So again, that was filling the Anaplex. <laughs> but Gurren Lagann is the next best thing. Right. Right. Which. Yeah, that was dude growing it up a lot. Yeah. Oh, giant yeah, pecs. definitely. Uh, it wasn't even so much the giant I have pecs, to admit, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm pretty underwhelmed by uh, Toonami's promotion of that show. It, it doesn't... The, the bumpers and such, they don't tend to use the best clips. And the promo really wasn't that good. It was kind of uneven. I mean, it was uh, still good by promo standards, but by Toonami standards, not, not quite there. I, you know, Gurren Lagann's one of my favorite shows ever, so that that kind of hurt me a little bit that I felt like been, it was not been. not yeah. super... It, 
The promo just didn't pump me up. Could have been saving the budget, though, because if you consider what happens after this, you get... um, we, 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 We have the AOT marathon that occurred at the end of August. Oh, yeah, but... Now it seems like Attack on Titans is a show that they don't have to uh, pay money to replay. Right. Which is surprising given that show. I was surprised when they made that announcement that they were the answer to the question where they weren't paying. Yeah, they apparently uh, they, they they said that they really couldn't have gotten Attack on Titan unless they bought a, a multi-airing contract. Because oh, otherwise so- it wouldn't have been worth the money. Makes sense. Uh, Makes sense with that show, but like yeah. a bebop, like a bebop. No, bebop's yeah. them just trying to maintain that right <laughs> perpetually forever. <laughs> Titan, bebop's Titan, just love. Yeah. Yeah. Titan was more like we know the show can make a lot of money, so we'll buy the rights because everybody was that. expecting it to be the next Full Metal Alchemist, the next Avengelion. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go. <laughs> it, no, I think when you retweeted Jim Zub on it. A while back, and Jim was and Jim Zub was like, the overall idea is good, the concept is good. It's just the way the show portrays itself is just not right. It's like, yeah, I'll agree with that. They they should not have taken the direction. That the, the writer should not have done the direction that he did because it's like, it's, it's at least in that first season, it's just like, okay, we get the point, move on. We don't need to spend thirteen episodes moving a freaking boulder. Or do we need to spend uh, Yeah, the yeah. pacing of that was uh, very but, questionable. But I understand, given uh, where the manga was at that point, they had to stop it basically where they did, because if they had if they had started the next storyline, they would have just left it off with uh, just kind of up in the air and not have any kind of sense of conclusion to any bit of the story. So I understand their pacing with that, but even then, I feel like there was ways that they could better use their time. They should have made filler episodes. You could have done no style secondary character fillers. Don't Don't say that that. word. Don't ever say that word. I don't don't know about that, but and fight words. I don't care if they're fighting words. It's just that show used every. I have even heard that there are things that were cut out of the manga, and I have to ask why. You mean like what happened toward the end, or are we talking like out of the monitor directly? Uh, I'm talking about they. There were scenes earlier in the in the manga where where they show Aaron training with Annie oh, to a greater yeah. extent, and yeah. kind of give the impression that she's his mentor. Yeah, that that, and that kind of stuff is just not there. It's critical information that should have been put in it there at the expense of other things. And... So why'd we spend all that time? Sticking a boulder in a hole. <laughs> yeah, there's and, and and then it just leads to that awkward moment where it's like, you know, why is Aaron pussying out at this point? It's like, dude, you don't know the chick, or at the very least, by the anime standards, you have not spent enough time with her to validate the point. And secondly, you're a psychotic moron who wants to kill the Titans. Go to your job. <laughs> yeah, and and so it definitely could be handled better. It's still there were. I, I feel it's still a, a very good show, and it's the master of cliffhangers. Oh, God. Every, every week when I watched it week mm. to week, I had to see what happened next. Um, the problem with that I'll... is, in order to master cliffhangerishness, it always <laughs> kind of felt like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. 
they were trying to leave you on the edge of your seat so often. This is why I, I said like the whole thing was led on by a string of liquid bullshit because it, it it's like the overarching season had absolutely nothing going for it. But each individual episode was like, well, you want to see what happens next. So by the time you're done, you're kind of going, so what did we just accomplish out of all that? Because at best, we're effectively back to square one. <laughs> we're trying to find out what the Titans are and why they're doing this. It's just we have one extra element that random people can now turn into a Titan. So now we're just looking for a needle in a haystack approach. It's like, oh, uh, and there's no Grr. characters. There's, there's no real sense of characters of anybody. They're all just one dimensional as hell. Like Jean and Armin were probably the only two that ever got anything out of it. It's like, why? Just why? Well, I know we're going to be here all day if I let you continue ranting about Attack on yeah. Titan. So I think you've I'll... said your piece. All right. So then we can jump straight into uh, where are we at right now with the AOT Marathon? Yeah, we, we had the, the Attack on Titan Marathon. So now we're going into Helsing then, basically, right? Early, mid-September? Yeah, uh, Black Lagoon Second Barrage departed in September, and we got <laughs> Helsing Ultimate, which was a surprising pickup, to say the least. Uh, especially wow. for one thing, because most people weren't really expecting much from the 3 a.m. time slot at that point, but suddenly was... we we have a huge premiere at 3 a.m. That was the first time I pretty saw crazy. that show. Oh, same thing. That show. And then on top wow. of that, darker than the Lagoon. <laughs> even 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 after watching Black Lagoon on Tsunami, still people weren't really thinking that they would get something quite as violent as Helsing <laughs> Ultimate. <laughs> so uh, they most definitely exceeded expectations there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That show and it was did very well at 3 a.m. <laughs> 387 total for episode one, 882. We jump over to the. Oh, that's right. The uh, then. Well, if you want to jump into that next little arc, we had two weeks of Helsing Ultimate, and then yeah, that unfortunate event occurred. With yeah, that. so uh. the very same night that Space Dandy season two concluded and Star Wars: The Clone Wars departed the uh, week before. They yeah. lost Beware the Batman and Symbionic Titan and Star Wars The Clone Wars pretty much all at the same time. Oh. And they wanted to finish Beware the Batman, so they took off Helsing Ultimate for one week, which and... really screwed Helsing Ultimate over, I feel. And <sighs> Beware the Batman I... was allowed to marathon its final seven episodes. And they gave it a nice promo and everything. They gave it as good a send-off as they probably could have and yeah. un- unfortunately i mean it actually did pretty well for itself but unfortunately suddenly you no longer have space dandy premieres you no longer have beware the batman premieres and they have to shift everything up add in more reruns and it really hurt the momentum that they had going on since uh, early yeah. summer yeah that and we were losing more out of the grab bag so the yeah. later half of the block, so at that point we pretty much only had like maybe two or three shows that we could swap out. I think probably less than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the bright side, uh, Ship It In, One Piece, and Gurren Lagann all moved up a half hour, and Helsing moved up an hour, but for some reason, that didn't really benefit any of those shows. Yep. <laughs> at, least, at least not in ratings. Yep, 483 total for episode 3 on Helsing, 273 on the 849s. Ship It In didn't do that bad. 
or yeah, it was seven ninety eight for ship and then six twenty one for one piece and six twenty three for Uran and then yeah, Helsing ate shit that week. Yeah. But it did come back though. That's what it, that's what surprised me about Helsing because Helsing overall did about as well as you'd hope it would. It wasn't until like those latter couple of episodes. No, they where... even say that they felt Helsing did well. That's that was surprising. I mean, especially toward those latter like nine, ten was pretty abysmal, especially once you get to movie month or the movie month uh... month two. Mm. Yeah, so everything moves up. We lose Newer the Batman and Titan. Uh, Star Wars the Clone Wars, we lost. Yeah, yeah and then toward the end of... Damn you, Disney! No, actually, yeah, so they had to bring back Big O Season 2 because they had to fill that time slot with something. <laughs> They'll yeah. never get Season uh, 1. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ghost in the Shell returned. And then we go through all of that leading up to November 8th. Which, with everyone's surprise and joy and everything else, Kai comes back. Yay! Yes, uh, we should also mention that right around that time, we were having the Dish Network dispute. (gasps) Which certainly didn't do uh, shows any favors either. So that's probably a reason why it didn't seem like uh, much progress was made by those shows moving up earlier. But at the same time, everything across the board was lower. So... Do you want me to go into the ratings for that week again? No, 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 thank you. No, no, no. So it's really a shame because Bleach has been such a workhorse. And it, it finally got to the final episodes and they just... <clears throat> They just did not get the the send off it deserved, and it's it's really too Simple bad. Promo, that's it. Well, it yeah. was nice of them to do the promo. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you also have to remember that by that point they've blown the probably more likely had blown the budget on Attack on Titan Kai, so they probably didn't really have a whole lot left over for making Please, that well, stuff. Yeah. Well, no, because the week after DBZ Kai started, they got Inuyasha the final act, so they still had money. At yeah. that point, then they were tapped out. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then and... again, after that point, the ratings kind of jumped back up a little bit. Yeah, they made the questionable choice of leaving Attack on Titan reruns at 1130. Dump, 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 dump. No, 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 no. That was, well, that was the beginning of the end for the 1130 slot, I'm afraid. Yep. Uh... Yeah. Well, that was the beginning of the end, but then as we progress toward the end of the year, we get to um, Movie Month Mark 2. Yeah, that was... I enjoyed it. You're jumping it was... ahead of yourself, man. There's enough things to talk about in November still. Hold on. Yeah. All right, go ahead. You're jumping the gun. So first of all, Dragon Ball Z Kai returns to television after only briefly being off since, like, August. And it, uh... Dragon Ball Z returns to Toonami, and they give it a sick promo that they're still playing. <laughs> Yay! And, you know, it does moderately at first because of the Dish Network thing, which uh, was resolved, thankfully, about the second or third week into... Yeah, the third week into uh, DBZ Kai's run. They were, they were back in as many homes as they used to be. And, yeah, people, people were real happy to see Dragon Ball Z back, but... I kind of feel like not that many people were really that excited at the time. Well, it depends on how much of, of a fanatic you were. Anytime I usually see stuff like Naruto, One Piece, or Kai being requested, it's more a 
kind of along the idea of it being we want the show on Tsunami, but we're not so much going to watch it. But then again, DBZ ex- exists in its own little dimensional vortex mm-hmm. of it's, uh, it's, yep. its own. It's in its own league. And, you know, part of the problem with that may have been people just didn't want to rewatch Attack on Titan to get to Dragon Ball Z. Right. Yeah. Even though they're willing to rewatch Dragon Ball Z for how many times? Millions of times. Over 9,000 times. (laughs) Nice meme. Over 8,000, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... (laughs) Yeah, I, I just kind of felt like the even though they had finally gotten DBZ back, they had finally gotten Inuyasha the final act. Yeah. The, the enthusiasm for Toonami was kind of low. I still would pin it on the fact that they, I, I, this is where the whole like nostalgia shouldn't be used as as the the main premise, but it was no. more of a draw in because once you got no. to this point, it was like barring Gurren Lagann. There wasn't a whole lot of anything that could have been defined as truly new to the block, because we because we had the Attack on Titan reruns, DBZ. Yeah. You've had everyone knows how that's going to go, which is why I never really wanted it on the block in the first place. Because like you already know what's going to happen, so okay. And Ship for about in. let's say five or six episodes, people were like, "Oh, hey, DBZ's back. Oh, this part's boring." Yeah, that too. <laughs> Shippuden could have been argued. Well, I'd probably say Shippuden could have been considered new, but again, it's it's still Naruto, so it's that's a bit of a toss-up with me. Shippuden never aired, but yet anyone who was active in the series would have already seen it. I'm one Disney. piece... Yeah, the so, Disney treatment on that one was atrocious. Then you, then you go to One Piece, which at this point, we were... Were we in... Now we, we were, were in this lobby. Yeah, we were in any lobby as of summer. Okay, yeah, yeah because... I, I always thought that the ratings started dipping with One Piece around the time Lucci's monologue came up at Water 7, but it didn't really start hitting really hard till about now, because we started getting toward... No, it was it was entirely the recap, re, uh, retelling the stories of all the Straw Hats that, yeah, that pulled yep. the rug out of uh, under One Piece. Yeah, but even then, I could see a, a dip, a, a minor dip once the Lucci monologue came in, because... Usually we were getting a little bit higher, and then it was like two episodes of, of the, the villain explaining the whole I, thing. You know, in, it's, in the totals, they were kind of low, but in the adult ratings, it was still right. pretty good. Right. So I was, that wasn't really I was, a concern. I was definitely happy that they, you know, they, they actually gave, you know, Annie's Lobby its own promo for One Piece. Oh, yeah, I was, I was very pleased to see that. I was yeah, not expecting that. that at all. Mm-mm. Sick music, too, to that promo. Yep. So, uh, other things that happened in November, Toonami started selling t-shirts around Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Still doing that. And I have two they of them. promoted a Halo Master Chief collection. And by promoted, I mean showing Tom and Sarah briefly playing. In the new game where... <laughs> they didn't really play it. They didn't. Nope, really. they just watched footage. Let's not, uh-huh. let's not even pretend. Just held a controller. That's all they did. But hey, we got a new game room out of it. Yeah. All yep. oh, that blood money, or covenant <laughs> money, or wherever the money eventually came from. Good thing they from. got that money, man, because they were clearly they running it. out at this point. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They 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 needed that. 
Microsoft money. So because of some kind of contract kerfuffle, they were not given the last two episodes of Helsing Ultimate in November. I still rule so much bullshit on that. And they (laughs) should have, but thankfully they were able to get them in time for their second movie month. Now, mind you, the first movie month was really a resounding (laughs) success. Uh The second one... Not so much. So much. No. <laughs> uh, we, I, 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 I think uh, really it, it was because of Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Previous movie month had really yeah. high episodes of Family Guy leading into them, so that that's definitely a factor. But Attack on Titan just did not do well no. as a lead in for any of those movies. And you would think it maybe it would have worked with uh, Helsing Ultimate, but my gosh, the episode the episode ten of Helsing Ultimate on the second week of December, five hundred and ninety one total with a two eighty nine a eighteen through forty nine. You all can go fuck yourselves. Well, the eighteen to forty nine is not that bad in comparison to the shame on you people, but still real, real bad considering it's at twelve. <laughs> Even if yes. it is three slots averaged. The earliest time slot. I what what's the deal? The previous year Summer Wars aired that night and it, it did gangbusters. Yes. They should have tried getting more newer stuff. I mean, Raleigh was the only thing that pumped over a million movie wise. Well, I don't Nothing. think it was necessarily the newer stuff that was the problem. I if they had just put Helsing Ultimate at eleven thirty and put the other movies at 11.30, it may have actually done okay. They should, yeah, they should have put the movies up front and put it yes. on time in the back. I, uh, yeah. uh, let's be honest here, as sad as this sounds, if they had just done a different DBZ movie every week, they probably would have done good. Oh, God, yes. Fuck <laughs> uh, yeah. Fun's not cool If they would have got Battle of Gods, they would have done game oh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But that oh, definitely. apparently was not on the table. They could have gotten any, no! any DBC movie. They could have done. You okay? Could have, got, could have gotten at least two. He was just doing his Homer Simpson impression. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like he's in pain. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, second. Second, second month of movies. I I remember not that many people being super enthused at uh, Sacred Star of Milos. More people seem to be excited about rewatching Summer Wars and Akira and the Ava movies. Yeah, uh, I, Ava movies were just stellar. That was a good way to talking, end the year. But you're talking about a Full Metal Alchemist movie that tries to place itself in the middle of a canon that's not possible. Yeah, it's like you 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 can't because where you're trying to fit it in, they were going to break. You you can't. Nope. I mean, it either. Was a good, yeah, I liked it. I recorded yeah. it, but never ended up watching it. I still need to. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Uh, well, all, all I can say is this. At this point, I don't get why you people were asking for Dark. <laughs> uh, we want Dark. What do you mean by Dark? Uh, yeah. Stuff that doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but has a lot of fighting. Then just I want, watch Bleach again. I want violence. And well, they did bring back same. Bleach briefly <laughs> in reruns. And it yeah. actually it did pretty well for for where it was on the block, which was uh-huh. pretty late, like 2.30. Really wish they could have went back to episode one for Bleach, because those were 
my favorite episodes. Those were the best. Uh, I agree. I would have been a lot more interested in watching Bleach from the beginning than watching it yeah. from where they started. Though there were some good fights going on in those episodes. Yeah. But uh, I, I digress. <laughs> so that was 2014. Yeah. High ended low. Yeah. yeah. I I don't feel like the quality necessarily dipped at towards the end there, but it's selection choices and decisions that were made ultimately yeah screwed them over. Some things were out of their control. Some things they probably could have done better. Yeah. Yeah. It was personally, I think a. Pretty much all the pickups except for Blue Exorcist were brilliant choices. Oh yeah. Well, yep. Blue Exorcist, Blue Exorcist was an okay choice. It was okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the best choices for that year were Black Lagoon and Helsing. And Attack on Titan. What what? Not Space Dandy? <laughs> and Space Dandy, sorry. Dandy yeah. took me a while before I I wanna mention before you know, I don't we don't forget <laughs> Because we didn't cover these in the previous ones about like mixtapes, um, you know. Instead of they couldn't uh, get a new mixtape this year, so they got we got Ghostly Swim too. Oh, that's right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So the previous two years we got the Supernova Mega Mix and the <sighs> IGPX Ichi Mega Mix, <laughs> which were great, and uh, I think you can still track them down. Yeah, you can still download. Great, great tracks there. I like how they mix in dialogue from the shows. Oh god, mm-hmm. that whole one. God, it was like at track ten where you have the bloopers from in the Ichi mix. Oh yeah, there was some great, uh, great bloopers in those mixes. Great Peter Cullen bloopers in particular. <laughs> I don't really like the Ichi Mega Mix as much as the Supernova Mega Mix, but eh. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, August 2015. Let's I'm talk rambling. about what has this happened year. so far in 2015, as it is currently March. In January, the lineup did not change dramatically. They just shifted uh, Inuyasha, the final act, ahead of uh, One Piece. To which all the One Piece fans began to complain. No, nah, <laughs> personally, I thought it was a good move, because... One Piece was in the middle of filler recaps and was not going to benefit so much from being earlier anyway. Yeah, but all the diehard fans are still going to be diehard fans. Well, uh, One Piece fans were in for plenty of bad news that year, so... True. Let's uh, let's be fair here. We'll get to that in a minute. Yep. Yeah. Dead Man Man Wonderland finally came back after a two-year hiatus. Yeah, uh, apparently brought back by popular demand, and uh, the last of the mm. darks, technically speaking. Hmm. For now. At least according to Jason. And Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood actually did not return to the lineup, so it yeah, finally oh. ended its uh, its many years since Thank 2010. You. Full Metal Alchemist no Brotherhood had been on Adult Swim action, and since 2004. The original Full Metal Alchemist was airing on Adult Swim until they got to 2010. So, yeah, that was a lot of Full Metal Alchemist. And it was nice of them to play the, the Milos movie. That was sort of a send-off, because that was the very last night that Full Metal actually aired. And Big O left. So we, uh, we got Dead Man Wonderland. 
and IGPX returned ever so briefly. Uh, ever so yeah. briefly. And Cowboy Bebop restarted with the HD episodes. Finally. And I gotta say, I was very pleased to see to see those. Blu-ray they were very pretty. Bebop. Very pretty. With the Ooh, space so bars pretty. on the side. Yeah, the space bars. And then, well... <laughs> you know what happened, folks. Panic <laughs> button. Yeah. First, they lost 5.30. Then they lost 5 a.m. And then they came for the rest of the rerun. <laughs> and they came for 11.30. And then everyone started to freak the fuck out. <laughs> this is the end. Eh, not really. So around uh... the time they announced that they would have... Kill a Kill joining the block. That was a series of a lot of sudden announcements. We have Kill a Kill. We're losing this spot. Now we're losing this spot. Now we're just losing everything. <laughs> yeah. And they did the smart thing and just move Attack on Titan off of the top slot and started showing tremendous GBG. improvement in the ratings after admittedly part of January was, was pretty soft mm-hmm. ratings-wise, mm-hmm. but... Gurren Lagan had a recap episode right when they came back. One Piece was still doing filler recap. So, yeah. That Plus, old. the back end, just, it just wasn't the same without no. Yasha and Star Wars to the, right. to get them ratings. So, it was, it was really, really struggling. Though it wasn't... I feel like they just jump the gun a lot but then again i can't argue with the results because dem ratings of comedy is good <laughs> well again fox dumpster diving has always provided them with most of their money yes and indeed jason, and jason said this is what they wanted in the first place they didn't want a six-hour box yeah. they wanted a that was a bit box. surprising so i guess well, I they were just... they were pretty pretty hard-pressed when they managed to get it to 6.5 hours but the truth is we don't necessarily need more time we need earlier time right exactly so that's what sucks about losing 1130 yeah yeah but then as we progressed we got kai and one piece at 8 p.m now Yes, as of this week they have encores of dbz kai and one piece in the That's 8 p.m. hour on Saturday, because they've shifted around some things on Adult Swim Saturday. And that's pretty monumental for an that's experiment. great. They started with just DBZ Kai, but it was only two weeks before they added another anime. And thank goodness it was One Piece. I mean, it may have come down to affordability, but hey, if that's the case, One Piece lucked out. I wonder what they're thinking. Hopefully hmm. it does well. <laughs> yeah, there's really, there's really no telling. And in our condensed tsunami block, I feel we have a very solid lineup. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. And Kill a Kill is doing rather well. One point two one 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 nine or nine nine seven lead two oh four and whatever. Pulling in a zero point six with eighteen to forty nine more Cole. than one week in a row is. <laughs> That's that's dang good. So then, I I feel we're in pretty good shape despite the sizable cutback of three hours. Yep. And in the recent, and as we all know, in the upcoming weeks, we once Guren ends or was it Inuyasha, we get Sao two. 
uh, it's um, it's uh, Gurren. Gurren Lagan. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, when Gurren Lagan ends, we will get the second season of Sword Art Online. Yay! Which will, of course, be greeted Hooray. with a Disdain. mixed opinion. <laughs> mm, just ask Jose. <laughs> or not. Let's not ask Jose. No, no. no. Uh, Dead yeah. Man gets swapped out for Attack on Titan reruns again. So, um, uh, despite, did they ever... so despite recent happenings, I feel we're in good shape. And uh, 2014 IMO was like the year Toonami played everything I wanted them to play, more or less. It was a year of interesting choices and good results, at least until the end. And bad luck. Yeah. I'll admit, Kill a Kill's been interesting, if a bit. Dear God, the fan service on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, like that Adult Swim fan service bump. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. And I thought Tenchi GXP was like, yeah, let, let's just throw the window out on fan service. <laughs> nope. Nope. Here's Kill a Kill, folks. We don't care. The Tsunami has definitely shown growth in their uh, standards and practices. <laughs> First, first in violence, and now in skin. The yeah, the ability to get away with as far as we possibly can without needing to edit anything. I feel like we're forgetting something on 2015. Oh, the pre-fight. Toonami started their own yes, podcast. Yes, Toonami st- oh, It's yeah. not a podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, it's, it's a, a live stream. stream. It's a live stream. It's a exactly. show. It's a show show. Show show. For show. In which they uh, <laughs> actually promoted on air, which, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Does anybody else have any other thoughts on uh, 2014, 2015? It'll be interesting to see what happens now that we only have a three-hour block. Yeah. I just want to see what shows are going to be able to get in since we have Shippuden, Kai, and One Piece still hoarding three slots. But I think it'll be interesting if Kai and one piece do well enough if they wouldn't just push the premieres up to 8 a or 8 p.m if they would consider that which i don't think they ever will no you gotta leave the premieres in the actual block yeah yeah just unless they do a a mini block yeah they wouldn't do it we will see it will be interesting to listen back to this in retrospect yeah i i really enjoy the um you know the the condensed block, just because you know I get more sleep on Saturdays now. <laughs> We're all yeah. happy for that. Yeah, with my yeah. early morning work schedule now, I I appreciate the college, additional sleep. College for me. Yeah. Yeah. So right about now, I'm gonna see if I have any emails, and I'm gonna read said emails, but not right now. Before we close out our tsunami retrospective up to this point. I wanted to read a couple more emails. Daniel Dinatale, or Daniel Dinatale. Not really sure how to pronounce that, man. Sorry. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say I love the Toonami retrospective segment that you do. Keep up the awesome job. Thanks. Glad you've enjoyed it. This is the last one, by the way. Continuing. I got into Toonami pretty late, actually, when Naruto was airing. Naruto got me into anime more than what I had previously seen in the past years. I regret not watching Toonami when Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing were around because I was too young and never really paid attention to it. When Toonami left back in 2008, 
It really upset me. I would always come home from my grandma's house on Saturday night and watch Toonami, as I would love to always watch Naruto. Yes, it aired here and there on CN at like 10.30 at night, but it just wasn't the same feeling as watching it on Toonami. It felt empty without Tom and Sarah there. It just became movie Saturday night like every week. And that really wasn't the same for me. I also dropped out of the anime genre for a while, only watching DBZ and Shippuden here and there. When the April Fool's stunt happened in 2012, I was on Twitter and saw Toonami trending. I thought this was some kind of joke, so I wanted to see for myself what it was all about. I turned on my TV and saw Dragon Ball Z playing. It was truly great to see DBZ back on TV, even if only for one night. Then followed by Gundam Wing, and then I passed out around Tenchi Muyo, but woke up to see Astro Boy playing really early in the morning. I would not forget this night ever, whatever I watched of it anyways. And I remember non-stop tweeting to bring Toonami back. When it finally did return, I used to watch non-stop every Saturday night, including the rerun of it. I now watch Toonami here and there, but not as much as I know I should. I'm glad it's back and stronger than ever, with DBZ Kai and Kill a Kill as my top Toonami shows. Great to see it doing well, and I hope it grows stronger and branches out to more people in the future. Thanks for the email, Daniel. Yeah, it just wasn't the same watching Naruto outside of Toonami while it slowly died on Cartoon Network, or got phased out would probably be the more accurate way of putting it. Such a shame. Our next email comes from Tyler6, who has a very interesting experience with Toonami. Most of my history with Toonami was Toonami Asia. I enjoyed watching Ben 10 and DC shows and always watched with my father. In 2013, I moved to America. I couldn't find Toonami Asia on American TV, so I googled it and found out that America did not have Toonami Asia, but did have a Toonami, so I watched it. My first thought was, America always gets the cool anime, but where are all the superhero shows at? Now I'm wondering why Toonami is not on Monday to Sunday like Toonami Asia. Well, yeah, I can't really do much about it only being on Saturday night. It's just not a super high priority for Adult Swim, much less Cartoon Network. And uh, Cartoon Network certainly wouldn't be playing it in the daytime like Toonami Asia. And as for superhero cartoons, yeah, that's an unfortunate situation, but, but that's just the cards we have been dealt. Hopefully someday we get some more superheroes. It was nice to have Beware the Batman while it lasted. And our last email comes from Rogue Soul Reaper. Hey guys, Rogue Soul Reaper here again. 2013 to 2014 Toonami was something I greatly enjoyed, even though 2014 was the worst year of my life, but that's for another day and another podcast. I love the Lucky 7s, mainly Eureka 7. I even have the Funimation Blu-rays. Am I the only one who didn't think GXP was awful? No. Colt didn't think GXP was awful. I had low expectations for Sword Art Online when it started, but fell in love with it, probably because I was falling in love myself. But, again, another day and podcast. Soul Eater had me rolling in laughter every week. Also, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood became one of my favorite anime that year. As for the movies, Akira I didn't like. Just couldn't get into it. Summer Wars I liked very much. Still need to pick up the Blu-ray. It's cheap right now. I recommend everyone grab it. Shambhala I didn't get at all. 
I strongly disagreed with their reasoning of why they should air it. But it's a moot point now. Badlands Rumble? Funny story. I didn't see that until sometime after August, and the why is a story that would take a while to tell and isn't very Toonami related. Let's just say I was saving it for a special lady friend and she decided to be a jerk, so Badlands Rumble recording was deep in my DVR for a while. True story, dude. The Akira recording from 2013 was still on my DVR for at least a year. <laughs> Granted, I, I watched it before. Continuing the email. Now for 2014. Didn't like Space Dandy. I actually never finished it. Me and Dandy? Well, we Dandy on a different Dandy wavelength, baby. Ship it in was met with many man tears. Had to watch it subbed, then cut to shreds. And finally on Toonami. Helsing was a bloody good time. Yeah, the Dish Network Turner thing pissed me off. I missed Bleach's ending. Odds are I'll never see it, sadly. I can't recall too much more of 2014. Long story, it concerns the aforementioned lady friend. From what I do remember, it kicked butt until the end. But let's not talk about that. I called getting DBZ Kai, though. Long live Toonami! Well, it sounds like you certainly have a tale to tell about a certain lady friend. You have made that much very evident. Thanks for the email. And that's all I got, folks. Thank you for writing in to the retrospectives. Uh, you can still write in about the retrospectives. We'll just read them in the listener mail if you if you feel like you missed your opportunity. Feel free to send us that at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. But with that, we have covered everything, at, at least to some extent. And Are we sure? Yes. We may have missed a few things in there. We're only human. And uh, to be completely honest, uh, there isn't a whole whole lot of uh, information sources about Toonami's history. So uh, I have to very much thank Jeff Harris for posting his timeline. The Toonami Wiki. Uh, Toonami Wikia, actually. Not the Wikipedia Toonami page, which is hardly reliable. <laughs> and uh, our buddy Matt Ishtar, uh, he, he did his schedule archive, which was very helpful, particularly in the Saturday years. And uh, anybody else who, who got me some information who's, who's slipping my mind, uh, thank you very much. And thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on this last segment. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and that's it. Because there's no more years. Yet. Yet. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. And keep watching. They go. It, no, seriously, keep watching. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> keep watching. Please watch. <laughs> if you want to hear about another year or two, Nami, you better keep watching. <laughs> yes. As we slowly put our hands around your neck and begin shaking violently. <laughs> Drop what you're doing and find cover now! I'm gonna beat up every last one of them! The reinforcements are here, sir! Do not leave a single freak standing! Get us out of here now! Join! Behind us! Let's do some damage, boys! Why don't we make this fight interesting? Is that the best you've got? I'm just getting started. I appreciate the effort, but you just can't win! So what do we do now? We kick his ass! 
surrender. Never. Too bad for you. Look up! Victory will be ours!